You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Hey, wrestling fans. Are you passionate about all things WWE? If you're craving a funny, banner-filled podcast that breaks it all down, from Raw to SmackDown Live, every single pay-per-view, and even some NXT, you belong with us at DYWTSB. Join host Mort with Pops, James E., and Queen as they discuss it all. You will not be disappointed. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, and at DYWTSB on Twitter. We will see you there. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court right here on Brain Buster Radio. Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome to this very special, amazingly awesome 10th episode of Queen's Court. I'm bringing you two episodes this week. That's right. Not one, but two. And this episode is called Bad Boys for Life Part 2 in celebration of heels right here on Brain Buster Radio. You guys, I'm so excited to bring you this. As I talked about in the other episode with Russell Thoughts Podcast, these lovely gents, it's super exciting and I cannot wait to share both of these with you. But this episode in particular is near and dear to my heart because we all know after the first heel episode that I gave you, you knew there was going to be a second one. Okay. You know that Queenie is all about the heel life, that heel lifestyle bad boy style. So I had to bring in the best heels that I know. And who better for this than my pals over at Heel Pops and Chair Shots. There was nobody that I could think of better for this second installment. And I have some really cool, really bad heels for you today. So my loves, it's time strap in this time we are doing this heel turn baby get on board because we are turning heel today on this segment of holding court with queen bad boys for life part two hey everyone kate johansson of wrestle thoughts podcast here and you're listening to queen's court with the queen of n-e and you can find us wrestle thoughts podcast with myself jamie and callum every Sunday on Brain Buster Radio. All right, everyone, welcome back from that quick commercial break. And as promised, I brought you the best of the best. I told you I would do it. Y'all doubted me, but I did it, okay? I had a conversation with y'all that I would never have a heel episode without calling these boys in. They're going to be my faction today, my heel faction today. And I have the very awesome boys from Heel Pops and Chair Shots, Mischief, Victor Villain, and J.P. Savage. What up, boys? Welcome back. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. No nice things. What's going on? What's going on? I'm used to driving. I'm used to driving. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you can co-pilot today, honey. 
Uh-huh. Thank you for having us. They really appreciate you having us on the show today. Oh, I'm so Vic, Victor Villain speaking for JP Savage and Mischief, obviously. Wow. <laughs> he speaks for us. I mean, on a normal basis, I do, but I, I, I thought I had to carry this myself. She was kind enough to invite us. I wanted to be formal. I mean, what do you want me to do? Do what we do. So how do we mute on... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I have that power. We can make that happen. <laughs> oh, shit. about to be around the horn. Hey, I love that hey. show. Anything is possible when we come on the Queen's Court, right? Yeah. Hey, yo. I want to officially welcome you to the Queendom. You mm. are here. And it's time to hold court with Queen on the best, most exciting topic that I know we all love. And that is our beloved heels. Preach. Preach. Mm. Preach. Yeah. Testify. Right. Mm. <laughs> are the it's the only part of the show. You're right. Yes, You're right. right. You understand, like, when two guys or girls get in the ring, they're here to tell a story. Mm. And there is no story without a bad guy. Once upon Every a time. Baby face that you see nine times out of ten is Captain America. Vanilla, red, white, and blue, basic ass bitch. Mm. It is, it is what it is. It's just that that's what superheroes look like. They're chiseled, they're John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is, right? After the attitude era, that's what you're gonna get. It's really like that's it. But mm. heels are so dynamic, they're so different, there's so much in the way they can present their story. There's a villainous, like, nefarious kind of way you can do I know it. that word. <laughs> you know what that's like, right? But then there's, like, the mischievous, you know, way to do it. There's, there's mm-hmm. like, that grimy, dirty heel, right? Uh, yes. Right? The buzzards, right? The mankinds, the ones that can tell a darker story. It, they're the ones that level it up. You want to level up your storytelling? You start with the heel. And that you know, defense wins champions and championships, and so do heels. Heels mm. make baby face. Oh, honey, yes. I'm snapping my fingers over here. Yes. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> tell him. I mean, it's the story of human nature, right? Mm-hmm. It's what we see on our daily lives in our interpersonal level, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a heel to our baby face, or we're the heel to someone else's baby face. For us in particular, we're always the heels. Yes, because we're taking over everything, right? That's just I know the mindset. Else. That's that hustler's spirit and mentality that we're born with, right? That's but true. the heel is so powerful because that's the individual that evokes that emotion out of the crowd. Mm. He is the one that makes the baby face shine, have sympathy for him, right? He's the one that sets the pace in the ring. It's the most important piece of the story. It's the yin to the yang, right? Gotta have heel. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong about that. Good versus evil is a tale as old as time. A little Beauty Mm. and the Beast action for you. That's just how it is. You can't have the good without the evil. And in wrestling case, in storyline case, you want to take it out to literature and theater and the arts. Dark is what's up. Because that, that brings out the light, honey. I'm just saying. Mm. Yo, being bad is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Being bad is a lifestyle, and I love it. 
it's that risk, right? No, that risk. It's a rush. It is. Leo so rush. I, it's a <laughs> oh God, no, no, no. We didn't say go away, fuck you, Heat. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh-uh, honey, no. Oh, so my. I gotta ask you. I gotta know, like, what really makes a good heel in general? Like, what does a good heel have to have? If you needed to, like, list the characteristics, mm. you know, male or female, it doesn't matter. What do they need to possess, have, and do to be an effective heel? I gotta know. Mischief, tell me first, then I'm gonna go the other two. Um, all right. So Mike Quackenbush was on the show the other day, and not mm-hmm. to name drop, not me. Check it out, interview. <laughs> <holla>. <laughs> but but nah. So he was talking to us about vulnerability. Mm. To be to be a performer, you know, at, at, at a, a premier level, you have to have a sense of vulnerability, and that that's anywhere. That's on stage, you know. That's in any platform. Uh, you can equate this to Broadway, you know, and how they. They have to put themselves out there, right? The best performances are the emotional ones, the ones where, like, they live the character. And so that, to me, is the most important thing. Like, I want to look at whoever's healing it up, and I want to believe, like, damn, that's a – that he's fucked up. Like, there's something, like, he, he – and he's deep. And it's got to be layered, and it's got to be deep, and he's – like, there's something – that we don't quite understand. We can level with the fact that he's doing what he's doing, but, but he's doing it by any means necessary. And that comes from like just your life experiences, you know, what you've done and, and how you can kind of just be vulnerable about it in, in that platform, in the ring, um, just exposing your true emotions. And baby faces to me don't do that. Baby faces are reactionary. You know, they react to what the heel does. Mm. You know, there's no superhero without a tragedy. There's no right. superhero without like something that needs saving. So they're reacting to something, and and the heels have to be like they're the ones that that set the pace and 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 elevate the performance. Like after the 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 foundation has been set, and it starts with that vulnerability to me, and that's what makes a heel. Mm. Wow, well said. It sounds like he's just been thinking about this all day. <laughs> I feel like he has been. Yes, preparedness. Gotcha. <laughs> I like Tag, it. You're good. <laughs> All right, JP, tell me. All right. Well, for me, um, as far as what it takes, I think there's certain aspects um, that are crucial. And when I say that, I, anything that, um, once again, as I said, evokes that emotion from the crowd. So, for example, presence, right? A heel must shine to a certain extent or be very brute and dark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, very stark difference from their opponent. I would say also their, their wrestling style. It should be menacing. Um, it should, and if not menacing, at least the ring psychology has to be on another level where they take advantage of every moment to get one over on the, on the baby face. Uh, and then the mic skills. I think the words that they say... Um, one of the gentlemen, I'm sure, will be mentioned. The the tone, they leave you hanging off every word. Mm. That's the perfect heel for me. I, I agree on that one. It's got to be the words. 
Mm. All right, Vic. Close it out. See, okay, okay. First of all, I want to thank you because it, it takes a great hostess on a po- to, to you know leave the best for last. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and um let y'all fill y'all in on what a real heel. So forget I know where you live, yeah. <laughs> I can move. Oh Lord. <laughs> so great points by my comrades here. Um, but also I want to add that a great heel is also a realist. Um, you look at it, some, some heels right off the bat, like CM Punk, uh, mm-hmm. who played both roles very well. If you think about it, all he did was come out and, and air his grievances, man. And people like to, people like reality and it's easy for a guy to be like the underdog and then just turn heel and like be likable if if all he's doing is losing but the, look at the whole Becky Lynch thing she she was she was look, overlooked and she mm. t- literally turned heel at SummerSlam and the entire crowd went bananas they 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 loved her for it because they related to her story and yeah she was being a heel but she was talking some real shit yeah and heels heels do that he'll he'll tell you how it is they don't they don't sugarcoat shit they don't bubble gum it up Austin did it best I think I think yeah. we can all say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a doubt. But the heel doesn't necessarily have to be the bad guy here. Um, it's just the the guy who's dealt the the unfair card, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, but I, I think that. I think that realism and that connection with the crowd is what's also what it, what is helping him or her in the ring being be trusted with the match. Because you're dependent on the lot, and if you can pull off all of that and, and connect, make that connection, that's mm-hmm. big time. Like, you can do it all, I, in my eyes, at least, you know. But that's yeah. just me. I'm just, you know, a villain. What do I know? <laughs> you're just a villain. What do you know? <laughs> See, but I, but I feel like you spoke more on like anti-hero, right? Because that's right. a category on right. its own. Um, okay. And that's yeah. and that's the beautiful thing about wrestling, right? Because you could be that that bad guy, Becky Lynch, a la Stone Cold Steve Austin, where you've been shitted on and now you're taking what's yours and you're not you know you're not letting any barriers lay in front of you that's mm-hmm. the anti-hero you're the badass but you're still sort of a baby face right i feel like a yeah. heel heel is that individual that gets over on every situation the one that manipulates the entire culture right um yeah. of people a fan base it's that individual that is there to do work to be noticed and get what's theirs yo um, and you at, said you just said something interesting, right? It takes advantage of every little moment. Mm. I love my mischievous heels, right? Yeah, like you take that little opportunity, that mm-hmm. low blow, like that little shit, like where nobody... Eddie Guerrero was mm. whole shit. Uh, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to drop a name, but goddamn, if you want to talk about a master class in healer in healonomics, mm-hmm. this mm. motherfucker had every level. And, mm. and that just goes to show you, like, that that kind of, like, just looking for the opportunity, looking for the upper hand at whatever cost it may be. Sure. Yeah, he pulled it off as anti-hero, too. Remember those whole fool the ref finishes? People loved that shit. They ate it up. Oh, yeah. They cheered oh, yeah. for that. Well, isn't that the most interesting thing? Is that all of us who who love and celebrate heels and their, and their great work, we all might like something different. We're mm. not, not going to all like the same type of heel, even though we might appreciate it. The one that resonates with us is the one that we like the most, I feel like, mm. you know, so I can appreciate everybody in heels because heeldom is what I like most about wrestling. I like to see that character work 
I do theater on the side. And I love diving into character work and analysis and how you say something and the mm. intention of how you say it is going to sound totally different if Tommaso Ciampa says it or if CM Punk says it. It's going to be two totally different sentences, two totally different intentions and word choice and inflection. You can give them the same thing to say, but it'll be two totally different things. Because mm. that's how they work. They're two totally different characters, even though they're both heels, right? Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. It's beautiful. And you're absolutely right, man. When we went to Monster Factory, we spoke to Jamie Kilstein, and he had like a whole class on on that character work, right? Yeah. On you, you should know what's in your dude's garbage. Mm-hmm. Like you should know what's oh, in his refrigerator, what's in his medicine cabinet, what his room looks yes. like. Yes. poster. What kind of poster? Like, there's got to be a universe where this person exists. That's right. Whatever, whatever creation you have, and like, like live that. And understand mm-hmm. that. And so we did this activity where we sat across from each other and you had to be in character. And like you were, he was like, oh, this is like, um, this is a theater thing, right? So you yep. sit across from each other and you give them a scenario and they have their, their characters to deal with. And they have yep. to be in character the whole time. So he's like, oh, you're, you're, you're breaking up, for example. Yep. And so like now your character is breaking up from the character across from you. And like, if you, if you, if you believe, like if you're vulnerable, like I'll go back to my point, right. You, you'll, you'll embrace that character work and you'll really live in the more, you'll believe your dude is breaking up with another dude. Cause that's just what's happening now. Like that's right. You're living and you're breathing that moment. That's right. It's all about believability and how you craft that believability is so vastly important. That's one of my favorite exercises in theater. And it's something that I wish more people in the wrestling industry would understand, Mm. right? Wrestling moves aside, you need that talent because that's what the business is. But if you don't have right character work, I'm not going to believe you as a heel. I don't want to support you as a heel. And I want you off my screen as a heel. Because if you're not going to commit to that, honey, you can see your way out. Trash. So, so question for y'all. Do you think that the transparency in, um, in the wrestling world at this point, where we get to see the character on screen, but also we get to see their personal lives through social media and mm-hmm. documentaries, et cetera, um, do you feel like that lessens the opportunity to be that true heel, that method heel, um, where you, know, you couldn't tell the difference between KFEB? Um, well, we heard a lot back in the day in wrestling. A lot of the legends will probably uh, come across at some point. Um, does it take away from it? Mm, what a great question. So here's what I think about that. Perception is reality, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But these are real people. When I go to see a show, concert, a theater performance, a baseball game, whatever, I expect that person to be that person that they're supposed to be in that moment. Mm-hmm. When I leave that place, does that mean they're no longer that person? I don't know. They're going to go do their real life stuff, right? But I don't know that. So what's interesting now about wrestling, right, is we have Twitter and we have Instagram and we have documentaries on the network and we have interviews where they drop that persona and just talk as so-and-so the wrestler. Sometimes I feel like we lose a little bit of something from the days of old when we didn't have this window into the business. And we just believe that 100% all the time, right? Mm -hmm. But it's all about how you're going to do it yourself. Like how you as a fan are going to perceive that. Mm -hmm. You know, how far are you willing to suspend your disbelief Mm. versus do you want to take it? It is what it is for this hour. And then that's it. Right. So that kind of I feel like is up to the fan to choose. But that's just my thought. 
that's a great point because that 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 discusses the fandom, right? You have your casual mm-hmm. fans, you have your marks, you have your hardcore fans, um, right. you have people that are watching it for the first time. Um, and I, I know guess a guy the idea. <laughs> I think the idea behind it is to be able to provide a little something for everybody, right? That's what makes right. a successful show in my eyes, and mm-hmm. that's why there's many different types of heels, and all are necessary, honestly. Even the cheap heat heels, they have their role, right? Everyone, when it comes to a show, has a role to play. Um, right. And heels, there can be many variations of it, just like many variations of baby faces and anti-heroes, right? Yeah, I hear that. I just, I just wonder, like, are we? Do we ruin it for ourselves sometimes? I don't know. Like for me, I can go to a show and I can appreciate exactly what I'm seeing. But, like, I know they're going to go home and, like, go get something to eat and hang out in their hotel room and shoot the shit with their friends. You know, like, and that doesn't bother me as much, I guess. Yeah. As long as they are what they are when I need them to be what they are. Sure. Facts. I can't over-invest either. Right. I want to believe that Bray Wyatt was Bray Wyatt all the time. Okay. (laughs) Then you suspend your disbelief. Right. That's right. Like, I want to picture the Undertaker, like, in Mm. full garb, like, (laughs) at ShopRite. Oh, mm. fucking, like buying dairy and shit. Like that's the reason <laughs> I want. All silent shit. This hat, real slow. Like yo, oh, but you had guys though. like that. You, you did. had guys like that. You had Savage. You had yeah. um. Savage was guys. On. Those guys, they, they they was always on, and it's funny that you don't see that today, because you should, right? Or at least maybe one out of the, the entire roster, right? You know. They said. You know? Yeah. Guys like Enzo would do right, right? He he was just like a bit much. <laughs> Jesus. A bit yeah, a bit much, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> understatement. But you know what I, that makes me uh, think about? Someone, one of my friends was telling me, and I can't remember their, who it was right now off the top of my head, but I can remember the context. They were like, do you remember when Ciampa came out and he had no music? Oh, that whole time, right? Oh, yeah. He had no music. It's and, fantastic. Oh, it was my friend Wilf. Wilf said... Um, he wished that he had gone no social media, no merch, no nothing, and just been that guy all the time. Mm. Because we don't have that anymore. There's nobody who does that, really, except for, like, Randy Orton, I feel like, does that all the time, because he's just who he is. But... And and God, but yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, he's the one I feel like if I saw in a store, he'd be like, I'm Randy fucking Orton. Like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like he's three seconds away from RKOing you for the last yeah. meal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like um, the best heels are the ones that you can believe is them. Like, like Dean Ambrose, he strikes me as a dude that that's who he is. It's just more amplified, right? right. CM Punk, I mean, you understand, you hear the stories in the background. You see how his life goes. Um, yep, He is who him. he is. You know what I mean? Stone Cold is who he is. The Rock is who he is. Even though The Rock has uh, baby-faced more <laughs> after getting uh, paid yeah. and blowing so. up, you know, being the best thing since sliced bread. Money does that to you. Oh man, no, no, he's 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 hit a superstardom that many people will not ever touch. Oh, um, nope. so, but yeah, it's 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 your it's your authentic self amplified, and right. that's what you know could come across, and that's what people can believe because, like you said, we can be at an event and know that you know every this is a performance, right. and we get lost. In the poetry that we're watching, the artistry, and before Ooh, us, you know yes. what I mean, and, and we we revert back to those times when when we were first introduced to this world, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. Not many yeah, things, not many things in life can get you to that point. That's true. 
And speaking of things that don't get me where I want to go, let's talk hey. about cheap heat. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey now, hey now. Cheap let's heat. get this out of the way. That was cheap heat. Cheap heat is it was. So easy. It was because it worked. Cheap <laughs> heat is so easy, but that's why it's great. It's okay. Talk to tool, me then. It's a tool in your utility belt. Mm-hmm. You want to get a quick reaction? Bang. I mean, yo, you can't rely on it. Just like you shouldn't rely on any one tool, right? You have to be dynamic in the way you present yourself um, in, 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 as a character. But mm-hmm. cheap heat is such a nice, easy way to kind of warm everybody up, right? We just jumped into this topic. And I gave you a little cheap heat. Everybody reacted. And now we're, we're flowing into the topic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always, it, it, you know, when executed correctly, as I exhibited just right now, <laughs> that... <laughs> It, it, it can lend itself to positive reaction. You know what I mean? Like right. it, 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 it can be a useful tool in, in, a, in a heel's arsenal, man. And every good heel knows how to utilize cheap heat. And I guess we'll talk about it when we get to it. It's essentially a palate cleanser, would you say? Yeah, okay. All right. Mm, palate cleanser, nice. you know. And at the end of the day, uh, as bad as the cheap heat is, the baby face will always get a pop for beating his ass or her ass. <laughs> and right. that's the job, right? That's the yep. job. I got, I got to make John Cena look good. I'm not supposed to pop the crowd. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to piss you off. And if you think the shit is whack, that's why Baron Corbin gets the rap oh, that he no. gets. Right? Oh, no. He said it. There it is. It's fuck, fuck. Right? Lordy Jesus. His name. He followed However, us. However, I thought get away from him. His job was to be boring as fuck. His script said... Be boring as fuck. Be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the man is excelling. Oh, he excels. Like, he's, no. he's an overachiever. Over. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> overachiever. Right? He comes in, get the cheap heat, get the fuck out. Go in there, dress like a fucking Friday's manager. Do your fucking whack ass spiel. Yeah, throw funny. in some Undertaker moves, and then get the fuck out of here. And and it, it, it works. You know why it doesn't work though? Because they made him the general manager. Thank you. He was asking <laughs> him way too much. We're talking about cheap heat. That's three Thank minutes and go. R2 yeah, is yeah. the opposite of cheap heat, right? Because he's a cheap pop. And cheap he's pop. on yeah, he's TV just as, as much as he needs to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and Baron Corbett's just terrible. That's why the, you know, the Cardinals cut him. But anywho. <laughs> there it is! Hey, he blocked us on Twitter. You know, Fuck that real. guy. I was just saying nice shit. I was like, it's your job <laughs> to be boring. And he blocked us. Fuck yeah, you, well, Baron Corbett. He's a little pussy. Fuck but that guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> here's how I feel about Baron Corbin, right? Okay. So he... he does what he's supposed to do. Okay? I got that. But he does too much (laughs) of it. Gotcha. You want to come in and do cheap heat? Guess what? Y'all fucking suck. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to drop you on your ass and I'm out of here. Thank you. Come again next week. That's it. Take off that vest before I fucking burn it. Ugh. Okay. Yes, I heard my name. Yes. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're wrong at the wrong. Uh, you're, you're you're mad at the wrong person. Mm. I'm not mad at I'm just his mother. Mad. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's not Should Baron Corbin's fault that his fucking character is whack as shit. Oh, I know it's creative. <laughs> it's, 
it's it's fucking creator's fault. And honestly, ninety nine point eight percent of the problems are creative, and the other one is Baron Corbin. So it's like I that, understand what you're saying. It's a valid point. But, but well, I, where I would disagree is I, I haven't been a Baron Corbin fan even in NXT. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, With his receding hairline, like it's just <laughs> I I didn't think it doesn't work. <laughs> I didn't think he was making it out of out of there, yo. I didn't I think really so did. either. The whole, that whole he's where he's at. He had, I didn't think he was getting out. Is he talented? Sure. He has talent. He's where he's at because of the hard work he's put in. And, True. of course, he has some talent. No, uh, man. But as you mentioned in your last show, man. I don't have to like it. That's yeah. right, honey. I don't have to like, like it. Damn. You don't. You don't like Daniel Bryan's work, right? I don't. I like hey. Daniel Bryan as a technician. Exactly. I can respect him. But I don't like him as a character. I just don't. Hey, All right, yo, listen. That's how everybody feels about Baron Corbin. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I was gonna ask how you felt about Chris Benoit, but maybe we should just. Oh, oh. Shit. oh honey, it's a little too <laughs> early for that. A little too early for that. <laughs> oh my god. But don't worry, we'll go in on him too. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Queenie is not afraid. So. All right, Queenie. All right. All right. So now Get let's. Been a little positive on our heels. Let's give some praise, okay? Let's celebrate our favorite current working heels. Because mm. I want to give some love to the bad boys. That's what I want to mm. do. All right. So, I've asked you all to come up with your favorite current heels. Any promotion you want. Doesn't have to stay in WWE, honey. You want to go outside? You go outside. Mm. And I want to know. Your choices. So, Mr. Villain, why don't we start with you? Ooh, all right. And could it be any um any organization? Yo, are you fucking serious? Can you need just listen to what I just fucking said? God damn okay. it, man. <laughs> yes, yes. is a motherfucker. Eat my it is. It is. I'm this many. I'm pushing my fingers like sometimes. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna say Marty Skrull. Okay. Marty Skrull is my favorite villain. Right. Uh, favorite heel. He 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 knows he knows what to say at the right times to say it. His in ring work is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, right now he's the only thing um, luring people to ROH because mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that watches anymore <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I I just enjoy the whole his entrance and the whole aura of him and yeah, and I named myself after him, so you know I gotta go with Marty Scroll. All right, man, it's a solid choice. I like when he calls people numpties; it makes me laugh. <laughs> British slang, it's my favorite. Okay, respectable. I like Marty the villain. JP. Oh, you know. I'm trying not to mention names you've mentioned before um, in the last part. Okay. Because I, I agree with you. many of them. Yeah, that's what I tried to win for. <laughs> right? So I'm going to mention a name that probably you're not going to hear many people uh, put out there. Okay. I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. Ooh, oh, nice. Oh, we're crossing, we're crossing genders. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, when I think of a performer, right, um, that evokes emotion, comes into the ring, they're there for a job. But not only that, can also deliver on the microphone, right? Something that Ronda Rousey hasn't been able to do. Shayna Baszler has been able to do it early in her career. 
Um, and she just continues to, to be ass, man. And it's believable. She obviously has the reputation of being a mixed martial artist, which just improves, uh, the intimidation factor. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, every match I watch with her, she just continues to elevate in the ring and the promos are just, they're working. It's why she's had so much longevity in NXT at this point. I'm excited to see what she might do when she's called up to the main card. But unfortunately, we know what we're working with. And I feel sorry for what she will end up doing when she goes to the main card. I'm just going to let her leave herself there at NXT. She can rule for however long she wants. Word. Word. Until things improve on Raw and SmackDown. So, I mm-hmm. feel you. Okay. Well, I'm going to allow the gender change. Oh, I'm so, sorry. No, yeah, it's, all right. it's all right. JP, we allow your gender change. I allow right. it. I right. allow it. All right. All right. I'm trying to show some love to the. You know, I appreciate. The women performers. Right. Well, sweetie, I got, I got a whole female episode. I'm just saying. So oh, maybe sorry. I'll maybe I'll call you back. I, so I'm, so so do you want me to throw a male in there then? You can do it later. Okay. That was the homework. You was supposed <laughs> to. I had I had maths. My dog because you could say Tamatanga straight up. Tamatanga's on my list. Don't you know worry, don't worry. I got plenty of time for you to give me more okay. information. Get it. All right. All right, Mischief, close it out. All right. So I want to say someone from WWE. Okay. But it's impossible. I was like, nah, nah, I'm going to go with the big brand and I, and I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, you know, KO is obviously doing some great work, and uh, but, but she man, said that last week. Though. Yeah, no, I know she said it on last week's That's episode, okay. and and I was like, I don't want to pick him again, and I was like, nah, fuck that, Killer Cross right now. Okay. That's funny. Nice. He's tremendous. But you guys mentioned him on your on your last episode, but briefly because he his character work is so diabolical it feels so natural it feels like that shit comes from like like his twitter account is fucking him dressed as hitman with two fucking silver baller fucking guns and just walking behind people on like on the boulevard and shit like he's just a a stone cold killer no matter where he goes and i believe that shit he does such tremendous work um but i'm gonna go with someone older okay someone who's been doing this for quite some time and yo he's never he's always mm. been good at it mm. in fact so good at it mm. that when we did our no nice things tailgate i was bubble ring hey. oh, oh. he's still going still bully raying it up tremendous yes, tremendous heel he you could go all the way back to the heat wave incident in philadelphia Fucking the event that shall not be named, but (laughs) all up until the G1 Supercard when he was fucking up Enzo and Cass for real. (laughs) Allegedly, and this he's always so good on uh, in the ring. He takes these fucking wild ass bumps for a guy his weight. Yeah, like you know he, uh, especially with his level of legend. Like he, there's certain things that he just doesn't have to do that he'll fucking do, and um. His mic work, like you give him a mic right now and he'll blow a promo right in your face and you're gonna mm-hmm. fucking take it. Like it's he is just tremendous, intense. His intensity is unmatched. Yep. Only Ray right now, if we're going just all out everywhere, top heel right now, 
He's the top heel right now. And Jay well, Lethal wants to be it, but Jay Lethal will never be Bully Ray. No. Nobody will be Bully Ray except for Bully Ray. Hey. Right. Yes, great choice. I I love it. Well, since you dropped Killer Cross, <laughs> I'll pick it up. So, Killer Cross mm. is the fucking shit. <laughs> Hands down, <laughs> I love him. His social media games on brand, even when he's Instagramming walking through the airport, he's on brand. Mm. Nice. He's got a badass chick. Yes. Oh, girl. Scarlet Bordeaux. Love. Mm. All right, Next. anyway. And she's a heel herself. And that's what I'm saying. Mm, it got, works. Her, got himself a great heel girl. I believe he's gonna murder people <laughs> when he comes up to them in the ring. Right, because like I'm afraid they're gonna die. There's a slight chance he might. Right, that's like, what I'm saying. It's that unhinged thing with him. Mm. You just never know when it's gonna go boop and it's gonna go off like crazy mm. and i feel like a lot of people don't appreciate killer cross and he's just like slightly under right now in impact he's like not where he needs to work well not where that's wrong let me rephrase that not where i want him to be right now due to some other circumstances with the with the impact belt but yeah. i got a feeling he's coming because i got a feeling he's just gonna start dropping dudes mm. you know but that's just me they better they better get him up there soon well, I'm hoping so because they'll be wasting it if they don't. And that exactly. that motherfucker, did you see his injury that he just came out and just announced? Announced it, yeah. He announced it. Yeah, I've been working through this crazy ass knee injury. Y'all didn't know shit because you paid to see me, so I'm gonna be me no matter what. And shit I was is like, crazy. You're a badass. You are a certified badass. He's he's, he's gonna cross that line of antihero yep. very very soon. I think so too. Ooh. You're probably right. Very, very soon. Mm. Great choices. All right, let's go round two. So let's okay. talk about a couple ding, others ding, ding. that we like. Round two, ding, ding. Um, and, you know, and if you happen to agree with anything that I said on last episode, I mean, you can totally put me over and agree. Okay. Okay. So that's absolutely fine. Because, you know, hey, listen, there's some great talent at the top. So, Mr. Villain, we'll go back to you. All right. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, well, this is the second part, right? This is the, uh, we don't, uh, we don't really enjoy. Nope. Anybody else that you want to like, who you like? Oh, okay. oh, who I like? Oh, Andrade Cien Almas, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just, I just don't think, I don't think he's getting the amount, the right amount of time or enough time to, right now at least. But I think that's coming with the whole move to Fox and everything. Mm-hmm. I hope they use him correctly but yeah andrade's big time man i love what he's doing with selena is the best mouthpiece for him sure, and sure. she does she interferes the right amount too like gets him gets him the heat he needs but he does so too with but i just don't i don't i don't i don't like the whole the language barrier thing mm. i think his mic skills could be better he could improve sure. but um i love what i see so far at least inside the ring i want to i'll see i want to see a push man hey he's with charlotte flair right now Listen, honey, that's only going to help. Only going to help. It's only going to help him. <laughs> yeah, he ain't stupid. Mm-mm. Well, I'm, I agree. I'm, I like, I'm a big fan. 
Andrade, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Big fan. I think he's got big things in his future. Great. And one of them might be, you know, green hanging from a ladder. Um, hey. Ooh, she hey. said it. <laughs> she said it. She said it. Tranquilo pulls on top of the ladder. Uh, we're going to have to phone you in for when we do the, the Money in the Bank preview match episode. Oh, man, call me. I'm, I'm going to be at Money in the Bank, honey. I can't wait. Nice. Oh, nice. I can't wait. It's going to be super. But I would love to. So if you want to call me, you let me know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, JP. Who you so got? So this is the round two, like? right? Um, I'm gonna mention somebody you mentioned last uh last show. Um, because one of my favorites at the moment. Yep, yep. That is Adam Cole. Yes, Adam Adam Cole, Ooh, JP. Yo, <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't mention him, Vic. Nah, because I, I I wanted I wanted to say Champa. Really, I really agreed with Champa. Yeah, like, I mean Champa. I mean Champa is. Tough. I mean, how can you not? I mean, yeah. his entire story. Everything yeah. just worked, and the, and and you know what? The slow build—that's something you don't see too often anymore. True. Which is what, what NXT is doing. That's why they're, they're turning all the right, turning all, turning on all the right buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, the right, but Champa, right person driving that car. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But Adam Cole, um, I think is Who? somebody. Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. Oh my God, <laughs> this man is electric. Uh, he has presence. He is amazing on the microphone. His in-ring talent, the the ring psychology, and the crazy part is we haven't even seen the best of what he can do on NXT. His work in New Japan. Oh yes, honey. Ring of Honor. Tell come it. On. Like this man, oh, I can only imagine what's to come. Honestly, can't even imagine. Well, I can. It's called the NXT belt. That's what's gonna happen. Mm. I'm and seeing beyond that things. though too. Oh yeah, big things. Oh, and you know what? Those big things might not be in the WWE. You might, you know, think it might have three other letters. Exactly. A-E-W. They better treat that man right. Exactly. Better treat that man right before he goes joins his friends, honey. And they I'm resurrect him you. as the ghost of Adam Cole to live Adam Cole. I'm just telling hey, you. Hey, hey, shout out to being the elite. They they had that that phone call from the dead friend one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that was him or Marty. Yeah. Could be. Or Marty. Yes, Ooh. I love it. Ah, I'm getting too excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where are your pants? Where like, are you on, on the floor? Non-existent. Oh, Lord. Of course. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, no. We're going to have to remote all our fucking shows because you always be naked, yo. <laughs> you know what? I should start wearing kilts. Also, that might be There a- you go. That's a, that's a good life choice. More room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just real breezy, so just be be ready That's for that. That's fine. That's fine. Right. That's I don't mind the cold breeze. <laughs> Keeps me from reeling it up. Friends, get the fuck out of here, bro. Keeps me from reeling it up. Anywho. Um... <laughs> All right, Mischief. Who else do you really like? Samoa Joe. Great choice. Oh, yeah. I can always have me Samoa Joe, yo. He hey. is... Hey, Spunky. Any five years of Mike in front of him, he can deliver. He's got intensity, man. Like, there's mm. just this psychotic yeah. intensity to him that is very Killer Cross like. Yeah. There's, there's just like this heaviness and urgency to everything he's saying. Like, yo, if you don't fucking jump, you're going to get smacked. Mm. And, mm-hmm. um, it's something, it's kind of like the direction I'd like Walter to go in a little bit. Like, I wish Ooh, he did a little more. Tell it. 
shit. But Samoa Joe's the prototype for like menacing heels, in my opinion. In my mm. opinion, he's mm. just like this presence, and you feel like I mean, he's Lars. He's more Lars than Lars. You feel me? Mm. Lars mm. doesn't know what he is. He's he's in some trouble. Lars oh, is yeah. trash, and knowing the WWE, he's in no trouble at all. Yeah, he's in trouble with <laughs> the rest <laughs> of humanity. That's the that WWE fuck that guy. Is a fuck about humanity. Yeah, well. That's journalists in Saudi Arabia. Like, they mm. do not give us about mm. anything. They're like, ah, oh, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia made more money than WrestleMania. Yeah, we're going back there, suck a bag of dicks. And you know what? That's capitalism. You do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Tell it. Gold creates amnesia for everybody, bro. That's, That's true. what happens. So, Samoa Joe is gold. Great yep. pick, man. I, I even loved, you know what? People hated it, but his match at WrestleMania, I thought it was fucking amazing. I, me too. I, I enjoyed it. It didn't long. hurt Ray. It didn't nope. hurt Ray. You know, how long WrestleMania was. And he's like, he gave you what I'd say. He went into the ring, got the job done, and he's out. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's it. And, and it's what, what they try to do with Brock, but th- there was never enough. Like, you wouldn't see Brock ever. And when right. you do see oh, him, no. you don't see him fucking nobody up. Into mm-hmm. the big payoff. So Mojo, fuck you. So Mojo was about to pr- violate uh, Ray Mysterio's son this week on the program. That was so. That was my question. You think Samoa Joe and Dominic have a match? Well, fuck. Dominic takes that, bumps. Nah, for sure. be, I think he takes mm. bumps for sure. I'm upset he didn't get choked out, man. What's up with that? Listen, I got something for you. Oh, alright. What's up? Well, I'm, riddle I'm, me, riddle me this, okay? What if Samoa Joe starts talking to Dominic in these little backstage segments? A little aggressive, right? Starts shit-talking his dad, right? Back and forth, back and forth. We build this promo. Ray and uh, Joe have their match, whatever. What if Samoa Joe convinces Dominic to turn on his father? And then the second second he turns on his daddy, Samoa Joe is going to choke him out. Wow. uh, Yo, that's fucking fire. He's going to ready to rumble him? Only if Dominic grabs the mic and says, Eddie Guerrero was my poppy. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh Imagine. WWE long form storytelling waiting for this kid to fucking show up, get a job, fucking live his life, and still come back to end that storyline. I fucking oh, love it. So Lord, yes. Um, oh. but yeah, Queenie's part definitely can happen. Um, right? Yeah. I would love that. Shit. I would too. I'm that's, ready for that. That's the ready to rumble angle. Yeah, exactly. And I think that everyone is assuming that they're just going to be father, son, you know, oh, look, it's my son. I'm bringing him into the business, blah, blah, blah. That's too boring. We got to do something yeah. else here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. Smoke with Joe, like manipulating that little mind. Mm-hmm. I'm in for it. You know what? I'm glad that they didn't uh, do that in the Miz angle. Because okay. good Lord. Have his father turn on him? Please. He's already turned on him. He's like, I don't love you. Okay. <laughs> the Mrs. Dad has to come out to everybody was kung fu fighting. If I can like, like that shit. Jesus. Strike that posey shit on stage. Fire. Have okay. a pose off with Matt Hardy? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what in the spider universe is going on with Matt Hardy right now? <laughs> no nice things. We oh can't my. have nice things. We thought we had nice things. We were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we were so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Oh God. Well, all right. Let's let's pause here briefly. 
for a short little break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do my favorite part, which is burying people we don't like. I'm going to light them up. I can't wait. That's right. Straight fire happening when we come back on Queen's Court. Me too. Hey, everyone. David Conrad here, owner of the Gorilla Position Wrestle Store. We're an online store headquartered in San Antonio, Texas, bringing you the best in original wrestling shirts, accessories, collectibles, and more. We're glad to be partnering with Brain Buster Radio, and to thank them, and to thank you, we're offering 10% off all purchases with the coupon code BRAINBUSTA. That's B-R-A-I-N-B-U-S-T-A. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under at GP Wrestle Store. Or check out our website, www.gpwrestlestore.com. Remember, when you want the best wrestling experience, you gotta hang out in gorilla position. Okay, we're back. Did you miss us? We know you did. So, it's time to, you know, dig some graves and bury some people alive. I can't Ooh. wait. This is my favorite part of this series. Shit-talking people who can't do their fucking job. So... Vince McMahon, trash. <laughs> well, goodness, did you want to go first? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were just throwing out people who can't do their job. Like, <laughs> well, go ahead. You took the mic now, honey. Go yeah, ahead. Uh, yo, nah. Creatively, Vince McMahon is trash. Uh, but really, who is trash is Trashy Bobby Lashley. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Uh. I hate him so much. Oh, oh my God, yo! You talked about him in the last episode, but I yeah. went down the list of 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 the heels on Raw and SmackDown, and aside from being just just not giving good content, yo, like Lashley just sucks, man. Like he's got, no, <laughs> he's, got he's a thumb in tights. Like he's got no personality. Oh, Jesus. Like he's like yo, he's a rock in tights. Like he's. Yo, he's Ahmed Johnson with less. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Full disclosure. What is happening on the show right now? True. Last we came over, he could probably fuck me up. All right, true. Go ahead. Do what you do. Flex your cheeks. But the fact of the matter is, is that this guy couldn't talk his way out of a paper bag. That's why he so much had to come back. And do his thing. But he's been like that, man. Even the whole the whole um yes. other era his whole he career. had. His whole career. TNA, he had some yeah. like vicious work, but yeah. they, they're not giving him that vicious work, and he ain't doing shit with what he got. And I don't know what the fuck he needs, but Leo Rush ain't it. Yes. He needs to take a seat. Thank you. He well, he's <laughs> he's somewhere else. So Bobby Lashley, you're exactly right. He can't spell. All A L L mighty. Are you all of the mighty? What does that mean? Do you know how to speak English or any language ever? No, because he can't talk. He can't do anything. I I don't understand him as a as a performer or as a human. Like I just don't understand. (laughs) Like he's so fucking deadpan. There's no emotion. Why? Why do I believe that you're a heel? You might as well just make him a baby face and let him smile and wave and shit because he doesn't do anything for me. As I got it. Yo, Queenie, let's fix Bobby Lashley, right? Look, all you got to do is say he's RoboCop. <laughs> 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 I'm 
he's over the top. He's got the big ass melon head, like yo. Like, he's, <laughs> oh, so keep the headbands. Perfect. Yo, you got the headband, yo. RoboCop Lashley. Everyone will eat that shit up. RoboCop Lashley. I'm in. That shit would work in Lucha Underground for sure. Yeah, maybe you should go there. Like I said last time, I heard he wants to like go away and do like MMA or UFC or whatever. Please, Lord, go. Yeah, yeah. Go. Mm-mm. Run away. Far Mm-mm. away from my vision. You're ruining my retinas. Mm. Right back was so much better. Right? It's crazy. If you're going to do that, do it right. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Oh, right back was better? Oh, absolutely. Then Bobby Lashley? Almost anybody's better than Bobby Lashley. Oh, my God. How about we have Goldberg and Brock Lesnar relive their WrestleMania fucking main event match with those two motherfuckers in it? Oh, my and God. Let's just put everybody to sleep. We just got to <laughs> right here. Who needs melatonin? <laughs> nap time. Mandatory nap time. In between our 17 fucking matches, because we have nothing else going on. Well, let's just bore you to death. What what is it you called it? The almighty break? I call him the almighty piss break. (laughs) (laughs) Because every time he's on screen, I'm like, bathroom break. Bye. Wow. Yo, Bobby Lashley is responsible for a lot of things, man. Wow. Ruining my entertainment is not one of them. That's right. Tell him. Oh. He's responsible for like 98% of stretched out headbands. <laughs> Definitely. And Leo, Leo Rush's trauma. <laughs> Leo Rush's trauma. One, one look at those sweatpants. He's the fucking worst, that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well, we went off the rails, but you know what? I yes. love it. So, who <laughs> wants to go next now? Me! 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 <laughs> okay, okay. Right, my turn, bitches. Yo, person I'm gonna mention mm-hmm. is someone that should be good, should be menacing, Ooh. should be at the top of the card, Ooh. but it's fucking terrible. I'm talking about Nia Jax. Oh, oh. my god. Yo. Oh. It is impossible to get through a match <laughs> that Nia Jax is in. And even more impossible. I have vomited. I have become nauseated when she grabs a microphone. Um, it is so bad. Um, I mean, it helped uh, make Becky Lynch even stronger, right? But that was by default because that shit was not supposed to happen. Like, it, it is she's a danger to all. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brie you're bi- you're was big there. Is a botch. Like your big moment is fucking up like the main eventer. Like that was yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you suck. Yeah, you know, and and, and not for nothing. Like with the amount of uh, support she has received, I expected more, and it's getting worse. Like you know, it's not getting better. Every time she's been on TV, I mean, obviously she has an injury going on right now, but that's probably the best thing for her at this point. Not as far as her health, but to get off the screen because she was regressing. I've never seen mm. anything like it. It's wild, isn't it? It's like shrinkage. I, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> it's nothing good. It, it was cold that night. It was it cold was that kind of night. Mm. Well, I don't disagree. But you're going to get put in a TLC match for keep gender bending on me. But... Oh, <laughs> man. You're right. AP, the uh, gender bender. 
I mean, we said back. That's right. I still got love for you. It's okay. <laughs> you good. You're good. My bad. Damn it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. It's like it's like nobody here knows how to follow rules. You bunch of motherfuckers. There's no <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Not one. Not one nice thing. Anywhere we go. Fucking, <laughs> fucking a. You fucking rookies. <laughs> I love it though. Because you know what? At the end of the day, hills don't follow rules. We break them. Mm. So, don't talk to them. I will accept it. Mm. All right, round us out, my friends. I know you've been waiting. So what is what is your final like say on who sucks the most in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go a little against the grain, and mm. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with somebody that yeah probably wouldn't think of, and it's Lars Sullivan. Oh, oh good, yeah. Up up until just recently, learning of all this whole thing that continues with him, um, and all his troubles, it just it, it bothers me that he's getting the push he's getting, and mm-hmm. to be honest, a lot of people are complaining about the actual push itself, but it's a standard push, it's a standard run. They've done they've done this with Brock. They've done this with all their big men, their big monsters, Snitsky and all that. I'm I'm sure <laughs> you remember. It. Um, but just the fact that he's doing he's he said what he said. I mean, has there been proof? Not concrete, I think, but not concrete. But, but I mean, his profile's been linked correct. with him, right? Correct. Uh-huh. Yep. I I think I just think I don't like it. Just doesn't sit well with me, you know. So I think as a person, <laughs> I can't stand him. Mm. Yep. So Violent, that's a. Uh, that's finally when I guess reality t- takes a step in and just you know out- outweighs everything else. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I'm gonna throw one at you too. Mm. This has been ruminating over the past couple weeks. Oh. You know, I really wanted this person to turn heel because I've been waiting for it because I missed this person's previous heel work and I'm like, yo, it's coming back. I'm gonna be so happy. And that's Robert Rude. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Are you? Because here's my deal. Like, he was so good as a heel in NXT. I mm-hmm. really liked it. It was great. And then he comes up here and he's glorious. All right, like whatever. That's fine. But there he is. He's just did this whack porn stash from the 70s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's still in his robes, and he still has that awful orange spray tan. Nothing has changed, people. His music is still the same. The way he talks is still the same. There's literally nothing other than, now I'm going to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, just because you fucking tell me you're going to be a bad guy doesn't mean you are one. Right. And you're giving me nothing about you that looks like a bad guy. Because you're still the same as you were two, three weeks ago when you were just the glorious Bobby Root. So give me something else here. I'm just been disappointed every time I see his face. Mm. I don't like to be disappointed. So I don't know. I'm hoping things get better. But right now he's on my shit list. Mm. Adam. Damn. Not, not happy. You know who? Uh, I, I say good for a week, though. All right. That's what I said. I'm hoping it gets better, but right now I'm not happy. Just throwing out names, right? Like nothing official here, but Dolph Ziggler Mm -hmm. is in that same vein to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, where is it? Because it used to be fire, and now Mm -hmm. it's... 
I mean, now, what's now? We haven't seen him in, like, fucking, it feels like forever. I feel Jakey like he's doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, yo, he's doing stand-up comedy, and he's, like, on Fox News and shit. Like, I heard he's I good. On comedy? Yeah, I heard that's his thing. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully. <laughs> you probably ask Amy Schumer. She would know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, they, but, um, but Dolph Ziggler, to me, is, like, one of those guys that, like, they had it, they had something, and, and I <laughs> they lost it, man. They're just flat. What? Is know. that is is that the WWE's fault though? Yes, I think that's entirely what? the WWE's right? fault. Because yeah. the creative, I mean, we, we, that's the one thing we always complain about, and you know, sometimes these guys are force-fed things, but you know, they have to also take those risks, and that's why people are leaving because they're, they're not allowed to take those risks. They're gonna fall in the same same purgatory. We lost we lost a good one in 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 Ziggler. I feel like he could have been a star, man. He could have been yeah. so bigger. And uh, they, they they took the wind out of his sails, if you will. Well, some would say the concussion did it to him, right? Because that's, that's what stopped that, that rocket, right? Yeah. Or others may say politics got involved. Of course. So, well, there's that. I got I got one name. Yeah? Uh, it's probably one of my least favorite heels. Yep, tell me. The Ascension. Austin, wow. <laughs> yes, is the answer. Yes, you're right. But Austin Aries. Oh. Oh, why? Aries was doing really good character work until he started being like a very real-time douchebag. Oh, and he's I do. Oh, right, 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 right. Kayfabe in that sense with his character. And it's become very grating. Like, he's like, now he's Baron Corbin. Like, if you fucking follow him on social media, like, he's not, like, saying anything new. He's right. very, like... Man, like you used to be a stud, bro. But I feel like after Johnny Impact did the title for him at um at that pay per view, I, I, beyond I forgot what the fuck it was. But after that, where the finish was like real murky, and he fucking immediately no right. the fucking finish, and he was like mm-hmm. fuck, guys, he walked out right or some shit. Yeah, I feel yeah. like after that, like his character, his whole dick just died, and it's a shame. You know who sucks as a heel? Johnny Impact. Johnny mm. Impact could not act his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> Johnny, oh Impact, Johnny Impact has, like, he can do the moves, right? Like, he can do the big gestures and the moves. Like, he's more model than he is acting. Mm. Whatever he does, he's like, dreamy. Yes. Yo, he's, he's a handsome man. But I, <laughs> he's, like, he's, more, he's more one of Dalton Castle's boys than he is. Word! Mm. He, he said it. Are you he saying he's the Dean Malenko of the look? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you put your pretty fucking mouth. Dean Malenko was a guy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, boys, are Tyler Bakery is the real star in that. Really oh, yes. Is. You're right. She is. Are there, any other... <laughs> are there any other names that we need to drop? For people mm. we just don't like. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm good with the no likes. Yeah. Good, yeah, it's cool. We can we can save a few for next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, are you, invi- are you inviting yourself back? <laughs> oh. I, I thought the invitation was in the mail already or oh, email. It, oh, it already is. You, you got lost. Got lost. <laughs> USPS. Damn Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> got lost in the DMs. 
not HBCT suite. Holla. <laughs> but, so, are we going to talk about, are we going to throw honorable mentions out there? Absolutely. For like, heels right now and maybe legends? So we talking about legends? Well, we, we will talk about our legends in the next okay. little segment. So you hold on on that one. Ooh, Don't you know what are? You guys don't know what the fucking, nothing, nothing at all? <laughs> not one nice thing. Man, you lucky I signed the contract. Like, you <laughs> what? I didn't sign no contract. Oh, what shit. Did you <laughs> yeah, I well. just mad my contract's bigger. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Is that all that's bigger? Or? Just Next. a font. Ah! <laughs> Yo, put the mi- microscope away. <laughs> Where are your put pen? The- with that magnifying glass I can't why am I on video chat with the three of you naked assholes I mean the two of you naked assholes oh you can press the video button oh I bet no turn that off I hope that wasn't at me pal no no I'm not these two assholes I'm the third asshole I'm the third asshole because I'm watching it way i just love you so let's do a quick break here and then we'll do our honorable mentions in which you can mention some legends and then my pals we're gonna pick the greatest heels of all time oh okay and i will remind you of what happened on the last episode so you know who was chosen and then you can reveal your goats Mm. so we're gonna be right back Well, it's time. It's time to give our honorable mentions. And we're going to include some legends. Because there's a lot of great heel work from our past that we need to celebrate as well. As our current folks that we watch and hopefully enjoy. And then we're going to choose our greatest of all time. So we're going to start with the honorable mentions. I would love if JP would go first and redeem himself a little bit. Mm. For breaking all the rules. (laughs) For breaking all the rules. (laughs) <laughs> so honorable mention as far as my favorite right now or a legend? Whatever you'd like. Mm. Surprise. All right. Okay. So honorable mention, I'm going to throw a man's name in here. Mm-hmm. That goes should. by the name. Those <laughs> are the rules of the chat. Like- but I'm, I'm, I'm still going to break the rules because the individual I'm going to, to oh introduce my to you guys always broke the rules. He broke a couple codes as well. Building codes, that is. I'm talking about Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. <laughs> when you talk about a man that had presence, but the aura, the allure, his voice, the tonality, the psychology behind the way he would throw promos at other um, individuals. And I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the fact that he was carrying a fucking snake. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, man, let's not forget, this man was responsible for ruining the wedding. Of Macho Man and uh, Miss Elizabeth with putting the snake in the gift basket. You know what I mean? Uh, you have him putting uh, the actual snake on Macho Man's arm and having the snake bite him, which wasn't supposed I'll to happen. I'll never forget that, yo. Never that is that. trauma on my mind. Yeah. Like, when we talk about can he really snap, this is what we're talking about. The man, he traveled with his snakes 
And he hated snakes. <laughs> that's the fucking crazy part about it. <laughs> you know, that's uh, a badass right there. Snake. Overcome that's that fear. That's a badass. And then he had the the arsenal in the ring, the ring psychology. When you talk about the DDT, one of the quintessential best finishers of all time. Unfortunately, it's just overused at this point. But the way he hit it, he used to hit it outside when there was no mat. And he used to hear that pop. Oh, yeah. And people used to just drop. They would sell it beautifully, just drop. And that was it. You haven't seen anybody repeat that DDT like he did. And I'm happy. It's a great, great point. Great point. Great pick. Love it. Doesn't get much better than that. Did I redeem myself? You did. Good job. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, Vic the villain. Who's yeah. your honorable mention, sir? Alright, so now there's something about a man that can just, you know, ask a child to dribble a basketball ten times and then no, the ninth time. You scared me, all right? <laughs> 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 that's, 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 I, I was going for that. I was going for that. I was going. He didn't say Bray Wyatt. I'm mad it took you this long to interrupt me. But the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Hey. Um, yes. He he calls this poor child over, grants him five hundred dollars to dribble a basketball ten times, and on the ninth dribble, my man kicks the ball. Only <laughs> poor boy doesn't get the money, and heels all across the world are just laughing and enjoying that moment because that <laughs> was priceless. The kid Holy was crying, shit. man, crying. <laughs> it's just the 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 envy of everybody. Everybody envied the money he had. You know the easy life. You paid for the world championship. How mm. how else? How what else? What else? Uh, he had who he had following him around. That's not racist at all. Mm. Um. Yeah, million dollar man. Honorable mention should be. It should have been a pick, but yeah, definitely. Oh. Mm, great one. Solid choice there. Mischief. Where to start? Mm. <laughs> at the <laughs> beginning. Start at the top of your list, honey. <laughs> oh man. Um. Rick. Rude. Mm. Ravishing Rick Rude Ooh, is okay. forgotten in the annals of history, mm. but he and his gyrations <laughs> are part <laughs> of what helped start the Attitude Era. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Like honestly, a lot of people give Bret uh, Bret Hart the, uh, um, a lot of that credit for like kind of paving the way for the Attitude Era, but yo, Rick Rude was just so quintessential in getting, like, the ladies' attention and, like, sexualizing the male body, uh, mm-hmm. making, like, like really making, because I think it made a lot of guys uncomfortable to see that shit, especially, you know, the, when we're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of time, people were right, right. this guy, you know what I mean? And he knew how to make it work. He knew how to make it look like he was going to take your wife. He was going to fuck your bitch. He was going to take all your shit. And you had nothing left. And you believed that every night that could happen. Word. Because the women in the crowd shit. were just like, oh, and my God. And he was not going to do shit about it. Him I and his spray-painted pants. <laughs> With your wife on his pants. With your wife on his pants. How do you even know your wife? You know. You know. You just don't want to tell yourself. And let's remember, Amazing. he was also the man behind the ex. 
right? At the beginning of the X. That's right. A lot of people forget that, man. A lot of people forget that. Solid pick, man. Yeah, I want to throw another choice. one in there real quick since you Go mentioned Rude. How about Goldust? Uh, oh. Early years, yeah. Early like, year Goldust. Okay. You're talking about making people uncomfortable, right? Oh, Goldust, man. Is a Goldust was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when he had that fight with Piper at WrestleMania, that backyard, you know, the uh, parking lot brawl, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you felt like, I mean, technically Piper did fucking give him a couple stiff ones. Uh, but you felt like it was this was there was hatred, you know what I mean? What do you give him? A couple <laughs> stiff ones. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 No, and, and let's, if you're gonna give Goldust some love, Gorgeous George needs love too, Craig. Mm. No, Gorgeous George paved the way for Goldust. I mean, that was pretty much his character, yeah. Mm. Like times twenty, but yeah. <laughs> I love uh, it. William Regal. Oh, Great choice. Mm. William Regal was a, was a showman. He made you feel that shit just from his presence, from the way he carried himself. Yo, he didn't have to say a fucking word. That stupid, ugly, smug look on his face made you want to mm-hmm. respect. And that's exactly what his fucking job was. He was great. Anytime he picked up the mic, and that's why he was perfect to start with NXT, it was just a great way to see like a legend kind of kind of guide the next fucking era and and mm-hmm. that was a great move by wwe and honestly he's got to be in the conversation for top heels mm. i agree well i have an honorable mention for you too get it no one more vile and despicable Ooh. from about mm, 2004 5 to 2010 than edge hmm. talk about opportunist like we talked about at the top of this episode okay he took advantage of everything and everyone and he also for real stole somebody's girl i'm just saying that happened reality tv meets wwe like that's some real shit right there that's real life lita matt have you heard that what (laughs) someone talking shit about elias (laughs) <laughs> we'll leave it alone. Oh, Lord. No, you let her preach on Edge, all right? Oh, I'm fucking listen, Edge was so bland, yo, guys. <gasps> Come on, man. Come on. Get Come on. Oh, you take that mute button out. You fucking fired. Are you serious? <laughs> Dude, we're about to feud. Ooh, there it is. Listen, <laughs> it's about to what happen. What did Edge do of any what? real significance? What? Other than Hardy. Thank you. I didn't have to Ask say Matt it. Hardy. Ask Matt Hardy what he did. Ask Mr. Kennedy. How about ask Mr. Kennedy? Ask Mr. Kennedy. Nah, man. Come on, guys. Of all, like, the people that we can be talking about, Edge is not. <laughs> Listen, Edge was good. No, Edge was good, all right? Like, whatever. He wasn't my cup of tea. But, like, there's so many people. Like, there's so many names. Then get Edge another like, cup, bro. Yo. Bro, <laughs> keep sipping it, honey, because it's my show. A. Hey. And B. Is that herbal green, green, green tea? That's right, honey. And I'm gonna hey. just going to keep sipping it in my corner. Hey, because... Man. Edge is gotta be in the conversation. He's the 
ultimate opportunist from ultimate that time period. From that time period, yes. But that time period was weak. Like, if you're going to compare okay, that time well, period, like, No, go ahead, go ahead. No, that's all right. You want to <laughs> cut a lady off? That's fine. Listen. No, that's I, back. I was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all right. I just think that the way that he presented himself, the intelligence, the in-ring work, the storyline, his mic ability, like I said before, the whole reality angle where he actually stole Matt Hardy's girl and they brought that on screen and that was real shit on our TV all the time, like exposed. That was like, you want to pull the curtain back any further? I don't think you can. That was like their real life playing out. And, and if I may add, don't yep. forget him with Vicky Guerrero too. Yes, and that Post as well. Eddie Guerrero. That exactly. that was he was he was oh man, people despise yeah. him because of that. That's exactly where I was going next. Thank you, oh, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, that's no, no. You're right. Exactly. I appreciate that because that part made him so hated. The boos were so loud, and the hatred of him everywhere was so in your face. Post Eddie Guerrero, are you fucking kidding me? And you're gonna say he's he's good, but all right, what? Nah. Mind you, let me add. He uh, Edge is a performer in one of his favorite all-time matches. Oh, my TLC match. No, listen, Edge is a tremendous performer. Uh, I don't, I'm not taking that away from him. And okay. he was the he was literally the best, probably the best heel they had in that era. Thank I just you. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. That that's I'm not gonna argue that with you. Mm-hmm. Mm, damn, Orton was really good. Yeah, yeah, oh. true, true. All right, fair, fair enough. Whatever, but he—I'll give him credit. Like he—he he was a tremendous in that era. I just didn't feel like that era was could stack up to literally any other era. I, sure. I hated like okay, yeah, like that's that post attitude era was such that's a fucking fair. like. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, you know I mean, um, no, it's all right. We, I understand. When we talk about like history, I, I just so many more names come up, and like that is comparing eras to eras, you know. Right. Um, but he is a tremendous performer. He put on some matches, and I think he did the best of what he had, honestly. Yeah, I, I think title, he did that. I hated the spinner title, so. Yeah, I did too. That sucked. Terrible. Yeah. You know, and that's why he's in an honorable mention, and he's not a goat, which is well, where we're going now. <laughs> get it. It's time for the greatest of all time. I have been highly anticipating your choices, boys. For mm. this, I have been waiting. I'm so excited to hear your choices for greatest of all time. So we're going to build, to borrow from my pal Mags on Badlands Podcast, the Mount Rushmore of heels right now. So to remind you, okay, we had on the previous episode, Vince McMahon himself, DX The Faction, and CM Punk. Okay. Those were what we had. And now I'm ready to hear your choices. So, Vic, why don't you tell me your greatest of all time? Ooh, all right. So before I mentioned how the the realism in a heel was my mm-hmm. favorite. That was just one point though. Okay. <clears throat> I also like the violence and the the evilness and the darkness. Okay. So Triple H. In the Attitude Era, this man was Satan himself when it came to the ring. Wars with Foley, um, Hell in a Cell, 
street match, street fight at the Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Battles with The Rock, uh, Austin. He ran over Stone Cold Steve. He took out the number one guy in the company with a vehicle that he didn't even drive. Yep. This man was evil, straight up evil, married the boss's daughter and got the boss's daughter to turn on the, her father. These are in all real things. life. In real, in real life. life. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to talk real life, I mean, you saw what happened China and all that. But I mean, but yeah, Triple H, man, just the, the, the psychology behind the character, the cerebral assassin, right? This man, far you know, far between, far beyond any of the heels I've seen after him. I haven't seen this in any. Maybe Champa. This yeah, is why yeah. I kind of, I kind of like Champa. But I, I, Triple H was the one and only that lived up to these standards in my mm. eyes. So yeah. he's my all time. Preach it! Mm. I love Triple H, dude. Fuck yeah! Attitude Era Triple H was one of my favorite things about watching. The program he's at that time. He's still people off today too. Oh yeah, nice. he, <laughs> he still got it, man. He still got it. He's gonna he still be fire promos. Oh. And honestly, the match with Bautista, like, it's probably the one of the better matches he's been in the last few years. So, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to see what happens next, man. I, th- I, I it seems like maybe a, a Seth and a Triple H um, a rivalry again, just based on how much he's been kissing his ass. But I know it's a little weird, know. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit. I think he saw his Instagram post or something. Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where he told and shit on uh, people for swearing? Is that is that the one that you were talking about? Oh. Oh no, I was talking about the one where oh. he uh, showed him his. Uh, will <laughs> <laughs> I thought Seth was such a little bitch for that post. <laughs> no, he was shitting on Becky because she swore or whatever, whoever the fuck it was. Yeah. I was like, yo, are you for real? Are you yeah. for real? Are you like the language police? Did you see? Did you see what Becky did today to uh, Big E? Yeah. With her mom. Yo, I was dying. If you guys have not fucking seen the thread, that shit is hilarious. Hilarious. No service trying to recreate it. You guys find it now. Go and find it now, folks. Go and find it. Go back in the Twitterverse (laughs) and make it happen. We'll both retweet it. How about that? Good idea. So everybody can see it on our feet. <laughs> I love it. All right. Speaking of Savage, hey. JP, talk to me. Oof. See, many would expect for me to bring somebody up, mm-hmm. considering my name, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know somebody that likes him a little more than I do. So I'm going to go someone else who should be at the top of the list. Someone who has is synonymous with the word professional wrestling. Oh. A man that has been across the world and performed in even the most uncharted territories. Oh. Oh. I love where this is going. <laughs> this yeah. man even found himself in the Dominican Republic. Going <laughs> <laughs> up against the one and only Jackson The man had so much heat. He was about to be stabbed. Mm. Had to drop the belt because he was afraid he wasn't making it out of there alive. The man, any program he went on, any promotion, he was hated. He had the ring psychology. He found every opportunity to make that W appear. One of the best to ever do it. 
the nature boy reflect. Oh, I hate oh. you so much. <laughs> I knew he was going to take your guy. And I knew he was going to do it. I knew he wasn't going to do it without mentioning Jack Veneno. Yo, JP is like the fucking hype man for Jack. You are Jack Veneno's fucking Paul Hayden. Bro, who am I supposed to mention? No way, Jose? No. No. Exactly. Oh, Oh, Lord, those braids. I can't. Oh, my God. What are they doing? I don't know. Go ahead. Talk to me about Nate. Talk to you more? Yeah. Ooh, give him the floor. Nah, man, this man is incredible. He is, uh, when you talk about telling a story in the ring, he is one of the best to ever do it. I mean, the technician, the submission artist. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the prankster, he knew every fucking little sly move in the book. Um, yeah. And the thing is that was impressive about him is that he was able to continue that in different portions of his career because even his work with Evolution was dope. Yep. You know? Um, his work in WCW is probably one of some of my favorite. Um, and you know, there are some that set, I mean, there are careers he elevated. Like, who's to say Sting would have been able to make it to the top without his classic matches with, with Ric Flair? Mm. Right? Who else, uh, would, at that moment when he comes to the WWF, who else would, would be able to, to win that, um, Royal Rumble and get that, that title and move it forward? Right. right. Like, the man is just the four horsemen. Like, yeah. the man got in front of a mic, and he just blew your mind. Um, True. That's the reason why you see so many people reference him to this day. And then when you look at his fucking lifestyle, like, he <laughs> was who he was. As the broke as made him. As mm. broke as made him. And as tarnished his relationships with his, with his oh. family members was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thankfully, he was able to repatch it. But he movies. lived the lifestyle. He was a method actor. You heard the story about the Rolex? Yeah. He was talking shit at a fucking Italian restaurant, slams a Rolex in the plate. He's like, I don't need this shit. I got like 10 more at home. Walks out and then has to go dumpster diving to find the Rolex. Word. And, and that was the beauty of, of, of heels back then is that that KFAB, man, they, they, they lived it. What's it yeah. called? <laughs> What'd you call it? KFAB. KFAB. Uh, that shit is French. That shit is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that cafe, son. <laughs> <laughs> cafe. Is that I read it in Spanish? My bad. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord. Put that shit on my coffee. <laughs> Yo, I hate you. I hate you because Ric Flair was my pick. I didn't think that was going to be your pick. Nah, nah, that's cool. But I'll, I'll just add a little bit because uh, this is what Gosh? I have. Like... Rick Flair is my namesake, really. Like, uh, not that I fucking call myself the Nature Boy or anything, but mischief, like from the the mischief that he causes. Like, mm-hmm. I saw straight mischief when I when I watched him wrestle. That shit falling on his face. Like mm-hmm. he he did the comedy shit at the same time that he did the desperation shit. At the same time that he was ruthless, he could be funny. He could be like charismatic. Mm-hmm. Like you hated him, but you still loved him. There was part of you that wanted him to be a face, but you knew he was a better heel. And and he told this story every time, man. Every time. In any position. How about the woo-off with Jay Lethal? Oh, my Jay God. Mm. This guy's just elbow dropping. How about when he got naked in the middle of Nitro and he just fucking elbow dropping <laughs> his clothes? Jesus. 
this man is literally scarring job and he lives it and and that's why i fucking chose mischief like that shit that, that's what i saw like when i mm. saw his matches it was just mischief and i see a lot of that in the Miz. i could see that they train mm. together like yeah. you can tell uh a lot of like those little quirks like just trying to get the upper hand oh rick flair man tremendous tremendous pick and i hate you for all sorts <laughs> of you know the fu- the funny shit is I I didn't think you were gonna pick him. That's why I went that route. You thought Macho Man? Yeah. So yeah. Macho Man is is an honorable mention. I actually I thought you were gonna pick him, so I was gonna leave him alone. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess he goes into the honorable mention bin because his his character work is just tremendous. And then when you realize that like that's actually who exactly who he was. Like, yeah. He, he was just walking to work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Larry Pofo coming to work. If I Randy Pofo coming to work, just fucking chilling. Like I heard, I heard he got cut from baseball because he was just breaking too many bats. I'm fucking lie. he was fucking wilding oh, out. Lord. Crazy. <laughs> and you remember the Waffle House story? Oh word. Well, fuck the Waffle House story. Fuck not me. I thought I thought someone was gonna bring up Mr. Perfect. Oh, well, maybe a... someone is, honey, because we're not done yet. But oh. you get to choose first. So, Rowdy Roddy Piper is my okay. Great choice. That same mischief in Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. You know, he found the upper hand. He was funny and intense all the time. He hit fucking Jimmy Snooker with coconuts in the most sure. scene that you can remember from like back in the day. Uh, just when he. You believed he was going to fuck you up. You believed that he was going to talk you off the mic. You believed that he was going to fucking smack you in the face at no, like, for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was all out of bubblegum, baby. And he, he lived that. And every, mm. he was he carried that with him throughout his entire career. And um, I, I wish Ronda Rousey was more like that. Like, I wish she really lived by the rowdy moniker because Roddy set such a high bar for what a character should be. Because when you think about it, like, he's really no more than just himself elevated to 11, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not, he's, he doesn't have a funky character. Like, he's not anything crazy. He comes out in a kilt, but he's fucking you up. And, and you be- and you believed it. He was just a wise-ass that could fuck you up. And, and I appreciate that. You feel me? <laughs> Dude, there's an argument to be said that WrestleMania would never be a thing with, without Ryder Piper. Main event. Yep. I mean, he went up against Hogan, and, he, and they made it what it was. Um, the heel, right? And matched up to the popularity, man. And he's fantastic, classic legend. Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? You said. What? Hogan? Who's that guy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't like him here. Beep! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he saying? You and Dre. <laughs> <laughs> All like right. You. Well, we have Triple H, Attitude Era. The Nature Boy Ric Flair and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm. To come with the last choices of Vince, the DX faction, who Triple H is a part of, so there you go, and CM Punk. But, Mm. you know, it's my show, and it's my rules, so I'm going to pick another one. Get them. And already said, but Mr. Perfect. Now listen. You want swag? Ooh. You want that cocky, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm the best in the world at what I do. Yes, I stole that from Jericho. The elite of the elite. <laughs> the perfect streak. You're going to talk about the man. You have to. He's just so damn cool. 
Everything about the guy was awesome to watch. He was a dick. He didn't care. He was so perfect <laughs> in every mm-hmm. possible way, like Mary fucking Poppins, practically perfect in every way, okay? And, I, you know, he revolutionized that championship when he had it. Mm. He had that class and dignity as a part of him. Like, you know he was proud, right? This is his shit. I'm the champ, and I'm proud to be the champion. But he's also the perfect heel. The ability to make his opponents look like, I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe it? It's like, they made him look good, but at the same time, terrible. (laughs) I don't know how to explain that. It's like a weird dichotomy for me. It's like, they they look great because of him, but at the same time, they pale in comparison. Mm. So that's why he's got to be on my list. He's tremendous. I mean, just the in the gum out and getting it every single time like hello yeah yeah <laughs> so I was like, we didn't oh. click on you we didn't click on you yet finish finish first <laughs> oh man yo him fucking out that gum yo that shit is like a childhood moment yes oh my god yes. icon moment like you see that shit you're like yo and and no one's really been able to, like, pick up that, that kind of character since then. Like, we know that's we right. recycle a lot of characters, you know, over the years. And that's been one that's, like, it's a, the, the perfect male. Like, what, uh, Chris Masters was the, like, next Mr. Perfect, I guess. Like, who they tried to make. But... Terrible. It was a terrible... Lex Luger. And he was oh, yeah. the only person that could have literally done it because that was himself to 11. Right. right. Yep. Amazing. Oh wow! What a list! What a list! Uh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I like that list, man. I'm proud of us right now. Okay. I, as I knew it would be straight fire, so I'm not uh, I'm not surprised, but I'm very very pleased. Please. That so, was the goal. To please, this is my queen. Oh. So we please. <laughs> thank you. As we it took three. It took three, but we pleased the queen. Okay, listen. I mean, I'm on that Euron Greyjoy shit, you feel me? Wait, what? Whoa. No, I mean... Yeah, we know what you meant. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I gotta wash my hands. Y'all make me blush over here now. Now, before I let you go, I have to ask this question, Okay. If you were going to be a heel, making your debut at any promotion of your choice, because we have choices here in the queendom, if you were going to come out as a heel, what type of heel would you be? What's your choice? JP? So I would say I would debut on NXT. Oh. And uh, my heel... I've always been uh, fond of the darker heels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to think of like Doik the Clown. Oh. Right? Where it's in disguise. It's well kept. You may not understand it until it's unleashed in the ring or in a, an opportune moment. Right? Um, okay. So think of something like, I would have to say a Velveteen Dream. Oh. Right, not as flamboyant, um, right, but just presence, dynamic, 
in yeah. everyone's eyes, everyone's mind. But then I can also turn it up in the ring and be a technician, be a, 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 a submission specialist where I make people give up. So and you'd when be in I a lot of them, I quit mass matches. <laughs> I'm so sorry? You'd be in a lot of I quit matches? Well, yeah, submission, <laughs> ma- submission matches. Right? That's right. <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, similar to Jake the Snake Roberts, cut these promos that just dig deep and play with your mind and, and manipulate the entire culture of, of, of the roster, right? Wow. That's, that would be my villain. Coming for our mind games. Okay. I feel that. Mischief, what about you? So, my character is me. Now the 211. It's, it's wise-ass. I'm a shit-stirrer, right? Like, I want to like pin two people against each other because it benefits me. I want to mm-hmm. make sure I always come out on top, right? Make sure that I always look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly in the ring, right, you make your partner look good and all that. But in terms of like what my character does and what he looks like he's supposed to do, it's always about right coming out on top. Um, A lot of inspiration from like Eddie Guerrero with that like cheap, you know, those cheap shots, right? I totally yeah. see myself doing shit like hitting the, the mat with the chair and then throwing it at my opponent and laying down. Like <laughs> just... Always looking for the sneak, always looking for the story. I think there's a lot of storytelling to be done. And um, right now, the product kind of leaves a lot on the table in terms of the stories they can tell. You know, Elias is a great example of that. I know that um, you're not too fond of him. But the fact no, that I'm not. Is, like, he's, he's not given much. There's no script for him, like, essentially to do anything other than what he's been doing. And that's, mm-hmm. fucking, that's a shame because I believe he's a tremendous unutilized talent. Um, sure. So, yeah, like, just always trying to find, like, the upper hand, always kind of trying to get the sneak tip. And um, I think the best mic work happens in the moment. You know, um, I think some of Stone Cold's best moments, some of The Rock's best moments, some of CM Punk's best moments, right? When we, you know, the, the last um, Mount Rushmore that you guys did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot that happens in the moment that they own it and they capture it. And I think that that's who I'd like to be, right? Be able to react in the moment, kind of give the crowd, like, even if it's a little quip, a little comment, right? Like, those are the best, man. Like, that's what the crowd feels. So I see a lot of, like, KO in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? How, like, KO is just, like, those, like, he kicks somebody and he's like, everybody shut up! And then he goes back. And, like, he's doing that the whole match, just interaction, right. interaction, interaction, only the moment. Like JP said, presence, presence, presence. That's that's who it is. That's that's who Mischief is. I like that. You're halfway there with the KO anyway. I know. I look like the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey. Now, <laughs> Mr. Vic, would you Ooh. please tell me? What would you be like as the villain? Mm. So, first of all, I wouldn't have to debut in NXT like no bitch. I'm going to own, wow. own the hey, damn thing wow. because, you know, Yo, what's I'm, that already mean you? <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm already a heel. Uh, I'd be the evil CEO heel. I would take after the greatest heel of all time, as in Dixie as it said, Carter. Part one. You're gonna be Dixie Carter. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I said heel, be heel, not wear heels. Vince Russo. 
No. Well, <laughs> damn, that's a good analogy too. Um, no, Vince <laughs> guys, Vince McMahon, the greatest heel of all time. I agree with that guy that's on the first episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll extort my staff. I'll make them do what I want, and I'll manipulate storylines, and I'll, I'll I'll make the winners that I want for my company, and you know, I'll I'll control everything. I'll be the mastermind behind everything. I love that. We love a good mastermind. Mm-hmm. Excellent, boys. I'm thrilled. I think you all would make great villains. And, you know, Vic, there's nothing wrong with debuting at NXT since it's the superior brand. Just saying. Well, well I just wanted to take a jab at JP. I know. I'm like, just, I'm well, just, I you know, NXT I'm back to that. Because I would have more potential to explore the character, right? Yeah. I'll have you wishing I have you wishing to get out your contract and then make you wait an extra ninety days and then oh, throw yeah. an extra yeah. three years on that bitch. And you ain't going oh, nowhere. He's gonna look hard for your shit. Oh my fucking God. heal life. Fucking heal life. We out here. Alligator Damn. <laughs> yes, sir, master, I guess. Wow. <laughs> if I sign the contract. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I better get insurance though. Yeah. Hey, Zinger. <laughs> they don't have that here, but you know where they do have that at. They <laughs> do. Well, we got you. Right. <laughs> boys, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. I can't thank you enough for coming on Queen's Court and sharing your awesome perspective, your funniness, and your talent for this stuff. This is why you're heel pops and chair shots, you know? This is it. And I'm so glad that Queen's Courtiers are getting to hear you. And I would love for you to put yourselves over here and tell the good people where you can uh, be found and any other little interesting information you want to unload for me. Uh, Mischief, you want to handle that for us, man? You, I think you're the best man I for the job. I know. <laughs> what happened was that when the platform's too big, you got to give it to Mischief. I see what you got to do here. Oh, of- shit. <laughs> Remember the I, I picked the, I'm the owner. I picked the best man for the job, so handle that. Oh, and, and, wow. And I will make you proud, sir. See? <laughs> the disrespect is ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus. I love it. That the one. There's only one group. That gives you the scoop on what we aim to do. Heel shots and chair shots. We talk about bad guys. We talk about creative. We talk about the ins and outs of working in the ring. We talk to people who know the business and go and interact with them. In fact, uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to be training in the ring with uh, Bryce from Shikara Pro. uh, Learning the ins and outs of commentary, wrestling, uh, roughing. Backroom stuff. Listen, the fact of the matter is, yo, we love this shit. This shit, from the moment we were we were like youngsters watching the Attitude Era, watching Stone Cold stun his boss, like this shit is a passion that we've carried throughout our entire lives, and we're here to share it with the world. Yeah. Uh, but everyone wants to talk about wrestling, right? Uh, Queen, she got a perspective, right? Everyone's got their own perspective, and the voice of the voiceless is that of the heels. The heels are so important to storytelling. They bring the strife. They bring the struggle. They bring the rocks to peg the baby faces. Without heels, there is no story. And sometimes we forget that shit. And that's what we aim to do, right? Tell that story from that perspective. And so I hope you'll join us 
on that and make the worst mistake of your life. But <laughs> we're available to you on every platform, Spotify, Google Play, uh, where you can find us in your mother's bedroom. I mean, uh, Talking about my mama like that. Well, not your mama. There's other moments. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas. Mama? Holy shit. Uh, so, you know, you can find me. And we are here. Yes, you are. AP, got something to add? Did I hear That's you talking all that shit? That's HPC2 Sweet on IG and Twitter. Find us on all the platforms. Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots podcasts. And also... Uh, you can join us actually on the 25th of May, where we'll be having a viewing party for the first AEW show, Double or Nothing, at Rocco's uh, Sports Bar and Grill. Wow. This is very exciting stuff. I love it. Now, you know, listeners, you're going to have to go follow them. I'm going to have all their stuff ready for you when this episode drops for your listening pleasure, because it has been a pleasure. And you are... Very welcome for that. Pleasure was ours. Oh, <laughs> mine too. So, boys, open invitation anytime you'd like. Let me know. We'll put another show together. We can talk about whatever. We'll just have a blast. Absolutely. We'll do. We're waiting for that. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I will catch y'all soon. <laughs> <laughs>